Hi, my name is Lucas Roberts, and welcome to the Internal Investing Center podcast. Investing in any kind of assets, whether it is in the stock market or cryptocurrencies, can be a hard step to take. Especially since if you ask anyone for investing advice, they either tell you to stay away from investing entirely, because as people, if we do not understand something, we just discount it. Or they will tell you to hail marry all your money into meme stocks and hodl. There doesn't seem to be a middle ground where we as people can make safe investment decisions. That's exactly why I am here today. All the uncertainty that surrounds investing is very discouraging. Remember, everything discussed on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing I say should be taken as a substitute for real financial advice from a licensed professional. I will start with the first step that should be taken, and that is choosing a brokerage to trade stocks. A brokerage is an institution that you can create an account with and buy or sell stocks on different exchanges. There are many brokerage options, and you can explore those by a simple Google search. An easy way to narrow those options down is to choose a brokerage that offers free trades, and in 2022, many offer free basic trades. The second step is to have money to invest. It doesn't have to be a large amount, but having at least $1,000 so you can invest in mid-cap companies will ensure that your money is less volatile. There are five classifications of companies, and those are micro-cap, small-cap, mid-cap, large-cap, and mega-capitalization companies. Micro-cap companies are the most volatile, and mega-cap companies are the least volatile. An example of a micro-cap company would be a penny stock, and that term is self-explanatory. An example of a mega-cap company would be a giant like Amazon. The higher the quality of the company, the safer the investment. That's why your safest bet is to start with mid-cap companies. They are not as volatile and in the more affordable range of the average investor. Ensuring that your investments pay dividends will pay off in the short term as long as those dividends are reinvested since you can't invest a large sum of money. Just as a reminder, this podcast is more suited to the average Joe or Jane investor because I too use these same methods. Most podcasts do not offer these tips for new investors and are more generalized in the subject. For those interested in cryptocurrencies, the same applies. You can create an account on a cryptocurrency exchange and using the same logic, you can invest in more established cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Because although they are very volatile, they have a higher chance of surviving in the long run simply because the order in which they were established. The crypto exchanges do not have a long history, so the only solid measurements we have to go off of are price points. A beginner investor should always dollar cost average. Dollar cost averaging is basically taking a fixed amount of money and investing that every month to downsize your risk. There will always be risk when investing, but investing smaller amounts over time will ensure that you do not invest all your money into a single stock and lose all of it because that stock crashed. I also do not recommend investing in single stocks. For the average investor, simply putting your money into an index fund or ETF is the best place for your money. An index fund is passively managed while ETFs are actively managed. 
Index funds usually have a broad range of stocks in them, while ETFs typically focus on certain sectors of the market. The logic behind that is based on the history of the market. On average, market prices tend to increase by 10% every year. If your money is invested in a broad range of stocks, then it will mimic the overall price of the market. Having your money compound 10% over 30 years will ensure that you have a great retirement. After all, isn't that your reason for investing? For most people, that answer should be yes. If you are here looking for a get-rich-quick scheme, then this podcast is not for you. The last piece of information I will leave with you today is that none of this will make any difference if you do not act. I have given you enough information so you can make safe investments with your money. The reason for having your money in stocks is to counter inflation. I'm sure you have noticed the prices for goods and services have increased in the last few years. What I'm saying is that if you had $10,000 in your bank account a few years ago and did not add to that amount, the $10,000 would have bought you more goods then than it would now because of inflation. I do not take dividends into account because rates are at an all-time low since the pandemic hit. If your money was in the market for those three years, your $10,000 would have hypothetically compounded to $13,310. That's not even close to what a high-yield savings account would have paid you in dividends. That is all I have for you today. I'm sure there are many questions after today's episode. So please feel free to email me and I can answer any questions you may have. I know I hit you guys with a lot of information in a small amount of time. So when I say I'm here for you, I can clarify anything I discussed in a simple email. My email address is lroberts at internalinvesting.com. Just as a reminder, nothing I have discussed here today is to be taken as financial advice. I hope you like the direction the show is taking, and I thank everyone for tuning in today. I will see you next week on the Internal Investing Center podcast. This is your host, Lucas Roberts, signing off. No information contained in this podcast is meant to be a substitute for real financial advice from a licensed professional. Anything we have discussed is for general guidance purposes only. We are not permitted to give personalized advice to anyone, so if you need assistance, please seek the services of a professional.